I'm joined by Trevor Keegan. Um, Trevor Keegan, who works in every broadcasting institution <laughs> Josh, in Ireland. Josh now, Josh. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, Trevor's here for the story behind the song. Yes. And what is the, st- the song this week, Trevor? The song is Skyfall, which is one of the best Bond songs, it has to be said, because it is the only one that also won the Oscar for best song. Um, and in, that's in a big, massive 50, nearly 60 years at this stage, back catalogue of songs for Bond. So it is Skyfall. Um, the movie, the, of course, it is Skyfall by name, by nature. It, that's the name of the title of the movie. And it coincided with the release of the 50th anniversary of Dr. No. So a big kind of kudos to Adele when she was asked to do it. And the fact that she did it and wrote it with her producer, Paul Epworth, she wasn't necessarily too keen to write it and get involved in the first place. Why not? She was a little bit reluctant. She just thought, no, too much pressure. Do I need it? Yeah. And you know her, she kind of does things staggered, you know, a few years between each album. So she wasn't too sure that this was necessarily her bag. Yeah. There is professional performance pressure because you're being lumped in with the likes of your uh, Shirley Bassey's, your Tom Jones's, all these kind of people. Madonna was in there too. Sam Smith had had relative enough success with his. So, yeah, it's a tough bag to be asked to perform in. Yeah. Um, so a part of it is, though, we were just saying before um, off the break that the the song itself is linked to the film in the sense that you think that it's a good song because actually Skyfall is rated as one of the best Bond films. Yeah. And I wonder, would Goldfinger be rated as a great song had no. Goldfinger not been a great film? Probably not. And then sometimes it's a little bit more easy to connect the movie with the song. If mm. Like majority of Bond songs are the name of the movie. But then again, you might have All Time High, which was a song, a Bond song, and nobody does it better but Carly Simon, for instance. They were, you know, they stood alone maybe sometimes as songs on their own, but they're not connected to the movie because they don't have the title of the movie in the song. Mm. And sometimes it's hard to connect the song title with the movie. Like Thunderball for Tom Jones, fights like a Thunderball. I mean, what, what's that, friends, at home? Yeah, that's, you know, so <laughs> sometimes the lyrics don't, are made to mesh around the movie title, and yeah. that doesn't necessarily Terrible suit. lyrics, yeah. Terrible lyrics, yeah. You yeah. two should definitely do a, a, a Bond song. I'd then. wonder have they ever been asked. Their I, lyrics are bad enough. <laughs> you said that No, now. I'm a big fan of you two. I, I just am, think they're lyrics. But I just think sometimes... Uh, it might be a little bit of snobbery too in some circles it depends there is that thing of if if you don't do well you've ruined something in a franchise that is so cherished and beloved yeah. by anoraks like me yeah you're not an anorak uh, but Adele has been in the news this week as well isn't that right Trevor yeah and that kind of irritates me I must say I have to say I'm irritated by this I think there's a girl who has gone to have a healthier lifestyle and all they're focusing on is seven stone weight loss for Adele now I'd be more interested in because this is known with opera, opera singers for instance does it impact her vocal ability at all? Because there is a thing about air intake, etc. There's all these different diaphragm. things. Diaphragm, exactly. Now that she is now a slimmed down version of Adele, will she have the still big belter vocal cords behind her? Yeah. I'm wondering, I'm actually on a different level because I'm kind of wondering, will this whole COVID-19 thing just change the way we see the world in terms of people talking crap about people's weight? And people talking crap about influencing and all this. We really need to get over influencers, ourselves. Influencers, I'm not a fan of influencers, Mario. Get me, I'm going down a different road here. I'll get myself into trouble because I can't stand an influencer. Influencing what and who and why? That's what I have to ask. Okay, so how did the song do anyway? Uh, so the song did very well, obviously. It, yeah. uh, it didn't chart at number one. It came in at number two. It and, say, for instance, likes of Duran Duran's uh, View to Kill from 1907 only charted at number two. But... Um, it did well. Obviously, it got the Oscar and she was asked to perform it and that was the first time she performed it live was at the Oscars as well. And in fact, she hasn't done much since either. So she kind of, you know, went in on a high and went out on the same high. 
and you, your connection with the whole thing is you're, you are a massive James Bond I, fan. I am so a, this brings you yes, to your brings, affiliation well, to this song. I am into James Bond since I was a child. I think it was, I probably go back, I'm sort of your era. So you probably remember like Two Channel Land where mm. certain movies were a big thing. And Christmas was Bond. The Keegan kids gathered around. Uh, we were quite a blokey family. So my poor sister was out the window and the four lads watched Bond. It was girls, gadgets, cars, explosions and double entendres to beat the band, which I love. And probably used them a little bit too much when I was in my teenage years. I've got past that phase. And the Bond generally just for me evokes everything that is past and possibly future because the Daniel Craig era has been brilliant. It has well. been brilliant, it has been yeah, brilliant. yeah. And I... Recently, uh, I forgot that I had a, f a box set of all the Bond movies and a friend of mine discovered it in her attic that had given it to her when I was moving houses and forgot to collect it. And now I am wading my way through the old, the new, and I'm loving it. I must look up um, the lyrics to Goldeneye because I've just been informed on Twitter, or sorry, I've just been informed by Patrick, that Bono and the Edge actually wrote Goldeneye. So you two did do... Oh, uh, I think I, that was performed by Tina Turner. It was Tina Turner, yes. Yeah, so I think they wrote it. There is, there is now. That's I must look up on, the lyrics. Slap on my they, fan, they have to be terrible. Patrick, will we get the lyrics to Goldeneye? They must be awful. Goldeneye... No, no, we'll get them. We'll, I'll try we'll send them, them in. No, they they have to justice. be terrible. If they're not terrible, I'll be disappointed. They are. Um, and, uh, sorry, just a little anecdote here. You nearly met Roger oh, Moore. I, oh, this is the worst... <laughs> And especially because now he is no more, more Mr. Moore. Yeah. Um, I was in a restaurant in Dublin a few years ago and it, literally it was very quiet. It's a Trocadero restaurant, which of course is a kind of theatrical lovey's hangout. And I was in there with a friend and in walks, but I didn't know this, I had my back to the door. My friend goes, um, that typical, don't look now. And <laughs> he says, Roger Moore just walked in. And not alone did Roger Moore walk in with his wife, he sat two tables away from us in a very, very quiet restaurant. And then one Ms. Amanda Brunker uh, arrived into the restaurant as well and texted me from her table going, have you seen who's sitting near you? And I went, yes, but he's with his wife. They look very loved up. They look in a happy place. I'm going to be gracious and do nothing and not interrupt him. So I didn't. I left. I regretted it. And half an hour later, I get a text going, look who I got a picture with. And it's Amanda Brunker pictured with Roger Moore. And he looked happy to do the picture. And I wish I'd run back and got it. I believe he was a total gent. Uh, so here's some lyrics to Goldeneye. See reflections on the water, more than darkness in the depths. See him surface in every shadow. On the wind, I feel his breath. Goldeneye, I found his weakness. Goldeneye, he'll do what I please. Goldeneye, no time for sweetness, but a bitter kiss will bring him to his knees. A bitter kiss, that's real Bono, all right. I like, yeah, bringing your church to your knees. That's what they should be. Terrible. So, bon I, just before we get to Skyfall, top three um, Bond songs. Okay, they're on view. my phone. I like All Time High. I like uh, Goldfinger, and I have Adele on my phone as well. All three of those Bond songs. The rest I've taken and left. Great, here are my top three in reverse order. Number three, A View to a Kill. Oh, Two, yeah. all-time high Rita Coolidge. We're in the same band. Number yeah. one, Nobody Does It Better, Carly Simon. Well, yeah, actually. Is she on my phone? I'll have to double-check it. I think she might be. Let's introduce this great song, uh, Trevor Keegan. It is uh, the one and only, the now slimmed down, gorgeous, and for fit reasons only, folks, leave her a be. It is the wonderful Adele and equally wonderful Skyfall. Skyfall. 